0: Hey, 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 welcome back to Spilling the GNT, you're here with Bolo. And Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. we're giving it anyway. That's right.
1: Now Bola here's a performer. Hey,
0: and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Hmm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional professional review on
1: RuPaul's RuPaul's Drag Race Race Season 12. 12. Are you ready to get into it? More than ready.
0: Uh, Welcome back everyone, welcome back to another week of us reviewing the show and Hmm. episode 8 is the one we're going on now. It is
1: episode 8, isn't it? And top 8.
0: In the top eight, yes. yes. Now let's give a quick recap on what happened last week. Mm-hmm. Last week we said
1: farewell to We Oh a bit of filter. Yeah,
0: and she's from New York. If you didn't know, um <laughs> she's our New York uh queen. <laughs> she who's... didn't
1: mention that. No. That's interesting.
0: In a and a quick recap, I don't think she should have been in the bottom last week. W- I weird, also yeah. think she won the lip sync, but you know, when you're in there for the when you're lip syncing for the third time, you gotta like do like a triple axle. You gotta do <laughs> Yeah, you got to, you, you got to do all the magic tricks you can think of. You better hope
1: you've learned to fly by that
0: point. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> that's what you got to do. And we we saw another win from Gigi, who did.
1: won her third Mexi challenge, third win and second in a row. Now I peddled some misinformation last week, didn't I? It was a rare example of me being wrong. I would like to say that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, such a modesty i know i know now i said that double wins were like vanishingly rare and i was like well who's even achieved now i was thinking some of the, like really big kind of the, the you know the girls who really trounced the competition i was thinking like jinx bianca uh, um you know um alaska sharon and it i our friend of the pod b has since corrected us <laughs> I'd like to <laughs> play us a little game. I'd like to yeah, Richard, shout out to B. Richard
0: and mention and, and good friend of the part yeah. of B. And I've, also, B
1: Queen. I've been in contact with the research department and I do have what I believe to be a comprehensive list of girls who've won two weeks on the trot. Some of these are a bit unexpected and I'd like to play a little game with you here now, Bowler. Okay. You like that? Okay. Let's go. So, can you name? There are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven that I'm aware of girls who have won two weeks on the trot. Yes. Who who could you name?
0: I only because I remember be telling me
1: <laughs> your own research. You know, what, I was yeah. My own research team has, um, <laughs> has given me a, a list. I, I remember Raven. Raven, yes, but, Raven was a late bloomer in her season,
0: wasn't yes, she? Very late. Yeah. Um, I'm also gonna go on a whim here and say Dayla in All Stars. Maybe. Do you know what? I've not counted All Stars. I've okay. looked at main series. Okay. okay? Um.
1: I'd say Laganja. I mean, she, she just trounced the competition. <laughs> no, but... No. Whoosh. Frenemy of Laganja. Adore. Adore won two weeks in a row. Okay. One week, a double win with Laganja. Okay. Yeah, straight yep. after the rap challenge. Oh,
0: ah. Yeah. Adore says it all, I don't need to try to force it. Look at my uh in this brand new corset. <laughs> Look at my uh. yeah, to do with the lyrics? <laughs> the, that, that's my game. Fill in the blanks. <laughs> Look at my what And this brand
1: new corset. What is the lyrics there? Um, Hogbody. Else? Raven in a door. Um two weeks in a... Tyra? N- no. Much as we love Miss Sanchez, who did have a bit of drama in the media. She did not win two weeks in a row, though she did amazingly in the competition.
0: Um Uh I, I forfeit. I forfeit the game oh, because my goodness, Well, you're putting
1: me on the spot, if you if you like, if we paused recording, I could <laughs> and, and let me think it through. You maybe I'll give you some answers. Well, let me give you the rundown. So these are girls who've won two weeks in a row in the main series, not all stars, because all stars is a bit of a different beast, if you ask me. Okay. So Sharon Needles.
0: was she there? No, okay. Sharon
1: wasn't there. Oh. Nor Jinx nor Bianca. Hmm. So in order. Raven, Alexis Mateo. Okay. Um, Manila Luzon. Okay. Um, Adore Delano. Mm-hmm. Uh, Violet Chachki.
0: You know, she was on the tip of my tongue
1: not was long she? ago. Yeah, she yes. was the tip of my tongue. I was about to oh, say it. Enough about your personal life there, Paolo. <laughs> 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 a lot of singing up in here. Um, Shea Collet Let's not forget how Shea really did dominate the season. Yeah. Um, I think that gets a bit forgotten somehow because of Sasha's win. Her assassination, yeah. But Shay assassinated the season. Yeah, we all, everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Eureka O'Hara in oh. her second season. Okay, yeah. I think it. Did she win snatch game? No, not because season eleven the winner there was Aquaria. Ah, Yes, of course it was. Yeah, yeah. So you might note in there a lot of girls who are memorable and placed high, but only one. Yeah, none of them won. Violet won. Uh. Only one winner among them. So let's. If we you know we like statistics on this show, don't we? Gigi having two wins t- two weeks on a tr- on the trot does not necessarily mean winner.
0: Well, she took she she took the record away from Bob the drag queen. So apparently, Bob the drag queen was the only queen before her that had won three Mexis um, before the. Sixth sixth or seventh episode. Okay. And now um Gigi's joined the ranks and I think she's beaten her by one episode. No, I don't I don't even think that kind of stuff matters, you know. I but think the fandom really puts out so much of this thing. Oh,
1: you know, we're we, we're an obsessive fan base, aren't we? And we love statistics and we love like hmm. ooh, you know, does a certain position on the panel in Snatch Game predict a winner? <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> exactly. We love this
0: She blinked once in the spring of <laughs> nineteen ninety three. She pursed her lips, girl. <laughs> she pursed her you know on nineteen <laughs> Um, cool and also one of the things of last week is there was a huge Jan versus Gigi in mm. regard to the Madonna challenge and everyone is saying that Jan was robbed um, and everyone else is saying no Gigi slayed it now, now let me let me get my final point on this mm-hmm. Gigi did not slay because slay implies that you shit on everyone else yeah, she did not hype. shit on anyone else it was so damn close mm. Jada was robbed from being in the top three. And I stand to that this day. Cause you know, watching it, I, was, I felt really, un- I felt like I was watching porn. Jada was I really highly felt like I was impressive. Watching, I felt, I felt I like I was watching porn. And I was like, Oh my God, like, should I be watching this? Like I felt really <laughs>
1: uncomfortable. Cause she was just so damn sexy. You became a heterosexual yes. at that point. Didn't you? I mean, t- she also like really embodied the essence of Madonna in that era, which I thought was such a core cool part of the challenge. You know, yeah, and um, and for those who didn't know what she was trying to embody, we all saw sex. Yeah,
0: we saw someone, uh, a strong female. Yeah, dominate
1: two men and use them as her accessories. Exactly, yeah. and that's
0: what we saw. So I, I, I really felt like Jada was robbed. I don't think when people say like Jan was robbed it was more of a petty theft you know like someone just pickpocketed you it wasn't like I broke into your damn house and stole your TV and your man it was it was it was a win by the slightest of an inch I stand by what I said that Jan should have won because they were both powerful performers and when you get two such great performers you then have to break it right down you have to take it away from okay you know what they're both great the way that we have to judge this is Mm -hmm. we have to go we have to break it down into technical aspects we have to break it down now into the singing we have to break it down now into the dancing we have to break it down now into the performance and you have to mark it on each of these elements and then give your final score and if we do look at it like that and we only look at it like that because it was Mm. so close when you do break it down technically the You'll get, you'll see
1: that more points will go to Jan. And that's how I would judge the challenge because it was just too damn close. I'm in agreement. And also, you know, if you're going to factor in the runway, um Jan looked fab. Yeah. So did Gigi though. But it was a deeper cut, her look, wasn't it? I would say that um they seem to place far less emphasis on the singing in this challenge. Isn't it? Because I think Britta's singing should have kept her out the bottom. Do you know what? Because she showed the most kind of like agility and mm. range. And she did so well from that point of view. She did mess up the choreography, Um, But do you know what When when you're centre Yeah And there's two people On either side of you
0: Sometimes you can Break out of being in sync as long as you don't show it in your face that you're doing it wrong you can do things differently when you're centre only if you're centre but Uh if but if you're one of the people
1: if you're a Kelly or Michelle like you always got to be in tune I get what you mean because it ruined the symmetry yes exactly when you're centre you can break things I also felt like they were so nitpicky about. they clearly had decided it was Britta's Week to go because they were so nitpicky about her runway look like she looked stunning in that you know Isabella Rossellini meets Maria Balenciaga, sort of blue velvet gown. And blue they said. velvet <laughs> the little boy smile. Had to get that in there. And they were like, the earrings. <laughs> 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 All right, Juju B. Um, they were like, oh, sorry, the earrings are wrong. They were like, you look trash, the earrings are wrong. That was literally. They, they were like, oh, you look stunning. Um, Wrong earrings. Though. I, so, you know sorry. what? I, I think it, be, it became a. Who could mimic exactly
0: Michelle Visage in certain outfits? But that's, that's just our recap on last yeah. week. And what we're going to do now is we're going to start looking at the next one. This one we know is going to be a marketing challenge. Yeah, Let's talk about some really, really quickly. Let's talk about some amazing advertising
1: and marketing challenges in the past. And as we do, we revisited a couple of these recently. So the ones that stand out to me were um, the book challenge in season two that Raven won. Yeah, talk about uh, it. <laughs>
0: don't just mention it. Like, what you? Like? I don't know.
1: What, what are you talking about? We watched it recently. It, you know, they had to um, come up with a book title, come up with a cover, and do a quick interview. These challenges are all about like distilling your personality and your I hate this word, but your brand into into a few minutes. Make it funny. That's always going to be a bonus. So did Ra- you
0: did you hear that Jiggly
1: <laughs> make it funny? So Raven was successful because she's a smart, funny queen. This is where the smart, funny queens come to the front. Yeah, um, Jiggly, poor Jiggly didn't manage, but she was um, sabotaged by Fifi. You know the grand high villainess of season four. Um, but um, you know Sharon did really well. On that. Oh, Fifi actually won that challenge. The um, that was another kind of branding challenge. The dragazines, um, a real standout season for me with with a branding challenge was um Senate of a drag queen in season five where alaska got her first win of the season because what is alaska she's not a smart funny queen you know and red for filth was hilarious yeah. jinx did very well detox did very well um and then actually there was there was a really kind of like focused make your product challenge which is quite similar to this one actually in all stars 2 wasn't there again alaska did fantastically hey, indeed katia did very well in that one as well with her um thorazine heavy um uh, control spray uh drumbo um so those those are the kind of things isn't it those are the kind of queens who do well yeah um your comedians who have a brain yeah the cerebral thinkers really cerebral. come they, they really come out on this one don't they because that's
0: what that's what you you need to do you need to be funny fast
1: yeah you need to be funny fast and I, associate it with a brand you know another thing i think is the fact of having a really good sense of yourself you've got to you've got to have a strong identity that you can distill mm-hmm. into a couple of minutes of footage with yep. these as well definitely
0: yeah all right so um i think we should get straight into this week's episode yep thank you Right. right let's hear
1: let's ho can I say let's ho <laughs> well let's oh <laughs> coming from in the ass sometime. <laughs> what the hell you know, let's had a ho sorry there's
0: quarantine you know everyone's getting everyone's posting like all these thirst pics oh, wow. oh the gosh. thirst traps of Instagram you know what and then you read the caption and it's like throwback to like 2003 like, honey <laughs> like why are you putting up photos from when you were hot like 10 years
1: ago <laughs> oh yeah it's like um, just chilling, playing video games and there's not even a controller inside it's just like full on crotch <laughs> shot.
0: All the the inspirational quotes are, you know, I look outside and the sun reminds me of something, and it's so poetic, and it's them in like a G string, like it's like, what girl, what are you, what what is it, the, the disconnect? See, that's in a that's a good example of what not to do with, with branding. You have, yes, it's to You time. have to make sure that everything makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. That was just us giving you a little bit of a social media spin on things. Oh, we're
1: very social media. All right, in getting
0: house. into it, we will. All right, and straight back into it. So we've just seen them walk back into the workroom from the last week's elimination, mm-hmm. and girl,
1: <laughs> and Jan. She is the star of the show. This is a performance. It's a telenovela. <laughs> 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 hey. I derive so much entertainment from Jan here. Now, Jan is experiencing emotions, but. The denial about why she experienced these emotions is deep.
0: So what we're seeing when we, when we first come back is Jan, in so much, she's just she's overflowing with such ennui. ennui. such <laughs> sadness, such grief, desperation. It's just, she's so sad Devastancy, that Britta has gone and she's just pouring out her heart, pouring out every water that's in her body to, <laughs> to just flow from
1: the eyes she and was just dehydrated. this really,
0: she- really sad drag queen. Actually,
1: if you look carefully, I don't think a single tear was shed. She dabbed at something <laughs> that I just think was a bit highlighter on yeah. her cheek.
0: Just touching up her makeup. Oh, <laughs> Mac My um,
1: favorite bit, though, was when she was like, um, you know, she was kind of like, oh, Really, it was for the people. It was for the people of New York, you know, because if Britta went home, at least if I'd won, the people would have something to live for. Get into her head for me. Yeah. What
0: What is going on? What do you think
1: is going on in her head? In, in fact, in this, I don't think Jan is... I don't think she's like consciously trying to cover up her I think it's a really unconscious process going on with her Mm. I think she's genuinely she's like oh I'm really upset why is it it must be because my friend Britta's gone and she says like a little aside kind of like um, oh you know I would have really liked to have won this week and that's the bit that we see any like genuine really kind of like deep emotion with her and you can sense the frustration in her voice and then she goes back to weeping over Britta I mean to be honest I think think denial is is in, in, in full force here that's the defense mechanism we're seeing
0: I mean it's it's a lot of emotions for say Jane it's a lot of emotions for safe. And, and and it's like what I was thinking it's i think she's just being very protective of her craft mm. because she doesn't want to blame it on herself yeah she she doesn't want to admit that you know she's emotional because her performance wasn't good enough. She'd rather say that I'm emotional because my friend's gone because mm. if, she, if she is blaming it on herself then she's admitting that she's probably not as good as she thinks she is. There's there's that kind of integrity that she's trying to keep by saying, you know, I'm I'm just really sad about Britta and not about me. I was amazing. <laughs> I'm not sad that I didn't win. I mean, I'm, I'm sad that,
1: Britta, that Britta's gone and it's, it's, it's kind of protecting her craft. I do feel for Jan because we always say that she's a hard worker, isn't she? Jan has a... Yeah. a core belief like if i work hard i will succeed and i think that's what her career has been based on and we see it in every single you know frame of jan really she's always on she's always working and for her hard work should have paid off last week so i think her frustration is justified my favorite bit is jada the psychotherapist as well she just pops in and says i don't think she's crying for britta i think she's crying because she didn't win so like jada you know well,
0: i I think everyone's thinking, everyone is thinking that when they see Jan. It's <laughs> just like that's a lot of emotions that she's going through because someone's gone. And you know what? I didn't even see a strong bond all every other episode between mm. them two.
1: I, that's what I found surprising as well. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see. Saw, I think we saw in the first episode when they were cooperating. When they said hi stuff. to each other. Yeah, oh, that's I right. Because they weren't even in the first yeah. like pairing with it. The first episode that they met up and stuff. And they clearly have a lot of similarities because they're Broadway queens. They had stuff.
0: no moments together. And all of mm. a sudden they're best friends. And. Uh, I I just didn't see that Thing relationship is, blossom. I we didn't, didn't get see to see that, that. It may
1: at e- all. It may exist back home, but we didn't get to see it here. And I guess, you know, it's a very different environment and you know, also I do think producers do choose not to focus on friendships that don't serve certain plot lines mm. like i'm convinced that there's a hidden plot line in season five that alaska and jinx are actually besties and they just cut it out because it's all based on one bit in the um the candy ball challenge where um jinx is like having a little cry because she she can't sort out a skirt or whatever and then alaska like put she talks out and alaska puts out her arms to give her a hug and then they cut away And I think it's because they were trying to conceal a friendship between the two of them and that friendship would have made sense. Okay, conspiracies.
0: You're, you're one of those fans that like throw up damn blogs about things that didn't happen and I, say, I, I <laughs> think this is what's... You're one of those ones, aren't you? I write
1: Alaska and Jinx fanfiction. <laughs> <laughs> and I call them Jalaska.
0: So yeah, so straight up what we're seeing is a, a, a huge level of denial, a huge outpour <laughs> of emotion from Jan um, and that just takes us into the next part which is us looking at the mini challenge. Mm-hmm. I really like this mini challenge. So the mini challenge was basically they had to curate a box from FabFitFun, which is I'm guessing a new, a of a a a new sponsor of RuPaul's, <laughs> a looks sponsor like a bit of, of a of
1: lifestyle brand that has mm. lots of nice items by the way, FabFitFun. If you wanna if you want to sponsor us, that would be great. Yeah. You know, looking I mean, sponsors we're kind of name-dropping you right now, so <laughs> yeah. I did think a lot of their products look cute actually. Yeah, like what, good, good for gift boxes. So and th- stuff. what
0: they had to do is they get into pairs and the pairs were made by Ru, and they have to curate a box for their bosom buddies. Yeah. Um, basically they have to exchange the gifts
1: and share the love with a whole lot of shade yeah so it's kind of like my a... best report
0: <laughs> That that's not my voice you
1: sounded more like latrice royale than whole lot of shade. <laughs> with a whole lot of shade Yeah, i think the idea was they had to have that kind of like real housewives frenemies dynamic didn't they it's like mm. oh we're gonna have a very civil kind of box exchange but i hate you i loathe you and what's more i loathe hydrangeas Madonna reference though.
0: I'm going to insert a little... Um, Shade rattle. Yeah. <laughs> a little cricket there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's it. For me, I thought it was like... I'm hoping it's not the reading challenge. It won't be the re- reading challenge. I agree. challenge is a staple because it yeah. definitely has to be there. But it was basically them reading each other with GIFs.
1: Yeah. So every season... Since season two, you have to have a snatch game. You have to have a reading challenge. It's just non-negotiable. I don't think it'll replace the reading challenge. I think it'll be a bit more like the, um, uh, everything's better with puppets kind of Tammy Fay Baker challenge, because it's like a different way of reading. It's like another fun Format for it, but nothing replaces the library. Going into it, we see Jackie's paired up
0: with Gigi, Gigi, and it's them two versus um, Jada and Crystal. Crystal. From the get go, Jada is amazing in this, and it's it's about time Jackie. Just uh, Jackie, yeah. From the get go, Jackie is amazing in this because yeah. she's just one of the most overrated queens. Oh God! I'm making, I'm making all the mistakes. I'm the one drinking. Yeah, I'm, am I? Am I dumb? <laughs> no, am I dumb? No, what, no, what's darling. wrong with me? so all. Correctingme.com. <laughs> okay. I'm- Going into this mm-hmm. Jackie is amazing yes. She's But no I didn't mean overrated Because Going into this season mm-hmm. Jackie was a name For some, one of the queens Who were going to do well People were talking her up Drag queens were talking her up Even the people in the previews And all the You know The the hype for season 12 All the other queens Just saying Oh yeah Jackie Jackie Jackie." Mm-hmm. So I thought she was going to be One of I thought she was going to be the GG. But leading up into this episode She has not Sean at all. Well, Such game. She was fab. But, but that's one time. I don't know. I think No 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 no, no. I think she's Jackie's been, been high and she's safe been very for a lot. overrated and I'm like, I don't know. She should have been in the bottom last week. Period. Oh, she definitely should have.
1: Yeah, yeah. Should have been in bottom. I don't know
0: who she's sleeping with in the production cast, (laughs) but she should have been in the bottom last week. So I, I felt like she's been the most overrated queen. And this is probably the first time that I've actually been like, wow. Well, I think this is really, really
1: good. This is a forte. She's like an evening kind of cabaret hostess, isn't she? So she's good with the bant and the the quick witted reading.
0: Yes, exactly. And she's good with the improv. You can tell who you can tell who's got improv experience here so Jackie from the get-go is amazing she's reading them and you know what and I always go back to this but she's really really good with the yes and and the yeah. way that the reason I say the yes and is because she doesn't just say something when mm-hmm. she hears something like especially when it's a read she hears it and she adds on to that read yeah she doesn't she doesn't accept the shade she 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 adds on to it she goes oh and this and I make it better by doing this a lot of the other queens if you don't know how to do it you won't do it but she knows how to do it and that she's like playing tennis with everyone yeah. and she's she's like reading left right center
1: yeah she doesn't lead you down a blind alley, does she no she, she's she, great she built on Gigi, and Gigi benefited from having her on her yes. team i think yes the, but to be honest i thought everybody was nobody bombed in this everybody had a, the odd funny line whether it was well edited or not i don't know um and yeah so they did well and then the other pairings were uh we had Um, Heidi and Jan. Yes. And we had Widow and Sherry. Now, I I think a lot of times when when Sherry is in a pair with somebody or in a group, yeah, she just has this look on her face that's quite smug and it's very kind of like, it doesn't matter who I'm with, I'm going to make it work. (laughs) I love that. And I think I just, I I saw that all over her face when she paired up with Widow. Um, Well, it's funny you say that because when
0: she was... um chosen to be in Aiden's team in the first or second,
1: that episode, mm. she was like, uh? But it's kind of like, it's, uh-uh. this, it's this little like look to the side that she does. is like, well, I might not be with the best. I'm going to be the best. Okay. I think anyway, I think she exudes confidence. You need that. Yeah. Every drag queen should.
0: Heidi, what is with that makeup? It looks like she's seen a ghost. You know what? Actually, I take it back. She is a ghost. I know. She is, is the this ghost is the, she so saw.
1: So this is the consistent problem with Heidi's makeup. She paints far too pale. Um, she's a beautiful woman of color. And she looked ghosty. You're right. She looked ghosty in this. It was like... Your makeup is terrible. Look at her. <laughs> a lot of the things is as well, that I could see with the editing, when a queen
0: would say something, they um, they have chosen the sound from certain queens because I can hear in the background mm. other queens talking while, they re- while they're delivering their read. So a lot of this challenge is also like when they try to set up something funny, mm. um, who gets in first? Like, for example, when Jan handed over the the towel saying it's heavy, yeah. when i um, When um, Sherry said, oh, it's heavy. I'm so sure Sherry was going to say something. But who got him first was Jan. And Jan did the read there. Yeah, because that was a funny response, wasn't it? Because
1: it was a a setup for a guard.
0: A lot of of the times, the queens are trying to set up something. But if you're quick, you can get in there. Especially with Jada. When Jada gave the sunglasses to um, Jackie. Mm. Um, you know, Obviously, that was a setup. She goes, hey, try the the sunglasses on. And then Jackie went to put it on. And you can hear in the background, Jam, that Jada was saying something. But um, they chose the audio from Jackie, and Jackie's like, Oh, but you've never looked better. Yeah. So obviously, she was trying to set up, the, um, set up a joke with Jackie with sunglasses on. So, a lot of this is like who can get in there quick and who can disturb the flow of the read and to make it better for them. So, I mean, Jackie was amazing in that.
1: I think that was very well observed. Well, it's because I'm funny, Tom. Thank you for your I'm instance.
0: really funny. Thank look you. at me. I'm hilarious. Okay? <laughs> so, yeah. it. So, yeah, I'm funny. Funny to look at, maybe.
1: <laughs> oh. That was a good. I did I set you up or did you just take that? What was that? Was that a yes and? I think I think that was, you know, just wonderful. You're just Paul. really funny. Okay. So now, do you want to tell us what the Maxi Challenge is? So, the Maxi Challenge is a branding challenge, mm-hmm. essentially. So, one specific that Rue gives here, I think, is got to be an extravagant and unnecessary product. And that's yeah. just a recipe for comedy, really, isn't it? Let's make something super expensive but pointless. Um, so, as with previous branding challenges, I think it's just going to be about the girls distilling their essence, their brand, their humor into um, an amusing, non-existent, nonsensical product.
0: Yep. Yeah, That's basically it. Yeah, It's the marketing, the brand marketing challenge that we see every season coming into it. Well,
1: most seasons mm. coming into it. Rue even throws them a little bone, doesn't she? And like, talks about her golden goose egg that's in her Between Me Down There, that's tuned into her biorhythms, just as a kind of like little example. She said it was a, a, a what's it called? Goop? No, that's that's Gwyneth Paltrow, isn't it?
0: No, but they Is call it, it the Droop. Droop. Because the product. that's the brand. That's so what it's that, based on then, yes, isn't it? Goop.
1: It's based. G- Gwyneth Paltrow's lifestyle brand Is it? Yeah, that's where it comes from Anna right. Goop Anna Goop
0: Polo <laughs> 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 oh, you're slaying it this week
1: She's slaying the game oh
0: Alright, well let's get into the next part yeah.
1: yeah Right, next part we have just seen We have returned to the workroom and before the walkthrough, there's a little moment where, where Heidi mentions that she makes very little money, doesn't she? Oh, say, my gosh. In her job at the gas station, we call it a petrol station over here, but the gas station. So um, I think this is a little moment like reminds me of Chi Chi Devane. Nine thousand. She's, she's she a,
0: made nine thousand dollars.
1: It reminds me of Chi Chi in the sense that she's a charming southern queen who we're having. We're, we're obviously being told about her dire financial circumstances. Um to help us root for her and see her as an underdog, I think. And I'm all for that. Heidi's such a charming creature. And um, it also
0: looks at um, how people in the arts and the performing arts really have to... They struggle. Yeah. Yeah it's it's um you don't you know it, maybe the one three five one percent of the people make it and they they can live mm. comfortably off it but yeah. like most of the time it's your love for the performing arts that keeps you there and that makes you continue doing it and um you have to love it enough to understand that maybe you're not going to get as much as a doctor as much as a surgeon
1: but you're going to get the most satisfaction because you're living your truth And also, drag is expensive. Um, The girls often break even with their gigs, don't they? Well, think of all they have to spend on makeup, nails, wigs... Costumes, and they've got to they've got to turn out every week. They've got to change it up. You know these these girls are um they've got to be thrifty and crafty to to make any money whatsoever. Really,
0: the reason that they've shown that part about Heidi being broke because that girl broke. She's like I'm from upper echelon. I can't even spell echelon. And I was like oh Bless She's them. making us fall in love with her, isn't it? She's very oh, much the cheating. We fell day. in love with
1: Heidi a long time ago, didn't yeah. we? Yeah, I think
0: this is just a uh, remind us that she's yes. something that we should be loving. Yes. Just in case you forgot. Yes. Because she, last week she lip synced, but we want you to continue
1: to love her. So we're going to add in that she's broke. And could it be this, guys, that maybe, you know, this could be a good week for her. So keep rooting for her. Yeah. Um, now we've got Bob Harper
0: um, joining RuPaul on the Ru walkabout. You know, when he comes around and gives you little hints and a bit of advice. Now, who the hell is Bob Harper?
1: i got to say, I don't know her. You don't, I don't. <laughs> I, I don't know. I her. didn't
0: go to our middle school with her. <laughs> I don't know who. She, I don't know. I don't know who he is. Um, I, I'm Mariah we'll talk. Carey, and she's Jennifer Lopez, and I don't know. Yeah. Her. Anyway, she's um. Well, he's joining us in the the room. Walk around. <laughs> call her she from now on. Well,
1: because he was wearing heels. <laughs> yeah, lads, lads. You know. You know. We, you who know, knows how, I'm, how she identifies? I'm very
0: narrow minded on how I see people. I guess <laughs> now that I said there. So yeah. they went in and saw Heidi, and you know what. The, Heidi is just so naturally charming yeah. and funny. Yeah. She's funny naturally. And I guess what they're telling her is that you need to be naturally funny mm-hmm. on script. Like, it's, it's, it's no good that you you make me laugh when we're having a kiki, that you mm. make me laugh, you know, in your confessionals. You got to make me laugh when it's scripted and when it counts. Yeah. In the challenges, you need to find some way to apply that in the moment, not just, you know, on the offcuts.
1: And she has some funny banter with Rue, doesn't she? Um, uh, the, the Copywriting the Heidi's hydration. And she's like, well, I didn't copy it, but I'll see you. Yeah. So you can see that um, Rue Paul likes having a kiki with her. She does. I think Rue is really drawn to Heidi's charm. But the message that she keeps on getting is like, you just need to somehow bottle this. You need to somehow bottle this charm and pour it out when required." Yes. Oh, God. That's a good way. That's really good. Cheers, love. And then he went and saw Widow. With the throat A. Mm. Hmm. We didn't get a lot here, I don't think. Like, what, I got, I think what I got
0: from this moment mm. is that she's gonna be lip syncing. <laughs>
1: it was a bit that, wasn't it? It was a bit like, ooh, you're not, you know, you're not giving us a strong concept here kind of thing, but we don't really have a lot to say to you. Bye. Yeah, well, it did show that she was kind of
0: struggling um, with this challenge. And then when RuPaul's like, you ain't touched the
1: top in a while. Yeah. It somehow seemed to really get to her. It was almost like Ru was saying, it's kind of your turn maybe soon, maybe this week. Let's see
0: um shaka khan's coming this week and um i want you to make sure you're ready for that lip sync because um and i want to make her proud she's my safe word <laughs> yeah that's my safe word and you want to if you want to be safe
1: and what an icon tile on the show this week by the way but um widow is the most excited about shaka being there isn't it so it does set a certain kind of like oh i'm performing in front of shaka let's see if she performs in front of shaka or has to perform in front of shaka Ah oh. You know what, it's funny that um
0: RuPaul's there saying, Yeah, you've been coasting. Mm. You know, you even touched the top and that was mm. the exact read that Heidi gave her it in the mini challenge. So I wonder now that she's now that she's heard it twice, I wonder if it's starting to really, really affect her. I mean it shouldn't. I mean widow looks like a
1: confident person to me. That wouldn't beat me down. We've seen how she does get rattled though, and certainly like if you if you if you come for her, she gets defensive and I think she can get a little bit rattled and in her head. By that kind of thing. Um You know, when they went and
0: see Jen when they when they went and saw Jen, yeah. um there's the whole you were really emotional last week. You know, yeah. they bring that back up. And Jen's like, yeah, you know what? I was just really upset to see Britta Lee. She's my best <laughs> friend. And then they're like, well, you know what? It's not Rupert's best friend race. And just like this, she
1: threw that girl under the bus. Yeah, well, she actually, she was holding me back. Well, and then she <laughs> she circles back around later because we've watched as far as the return to the workroom at mm-hmm. this point, haven't we? She circles back around and she says, do you know what? the problem all this time has been I've been worrying about Britta and not worrying about myself. That's the reason i have not been rising to the top. And I'd like everybody to know now that uh, I'm worrying about Jan. So even though I love Britta, and there was some actually some lovely pictures of their friendship outside of the show, which was nice to see. Um, she was very kind of like, I'm going to focus on Jan now. Thank you very much indeed. I've explained my underperformance so far.
0: She went through all the stages of denial. <laughs> you know, like this episode shows the stages of denial. And I hope someone can make a quick clip on the stages of denial through Jan and they show Jan the emotional the denial the acceptance the, the, you know she, she's gone from the excuses oh no, like she's gone and I can't believe it Too, you know what actually she was holding me back and now I can actually focus on me
1: I've been set free by the demon of Britta filter
0: mm. what I find so funny is that like Britta didn't die. No. <laughs> she ain't dead, girl. She's, she's basically outside in the hotel room. You know, she's still in New York City. If, if You know, in case you don't know where to find her. She's from New York. Like why? She,
1: She's friends with Leslie Jones now, which yeah, is nice. You I'm like,
0: why I mean. are there so many emotions? She ain't dead. Mm. She's gone. Keep on playing the damn game. <laughs>
1: Come on. It, it was funny. Um, like denial not just a river in egypt mm. thy name is jan
0: and Jackie cox no i didn't know what american was
1: <laughs> oh bless
0: you so well well, well hold on hold on, hold, on, hold up i'm probably not the only one who doesn't know what american is so for those who do, for those who are as innocent as i please can you
1: tell us what they are i believe american is a person from merka well that was a joke um <laughs> no a is a little Wig for a lady garden.
0: Why would you want to wig down there? I don't there?
1: know. People do all sorts of things, don't they? We live in a free world. Sometimes people like to put wigs on every part of their body.
0: Look, is it is it functional? Like, does it does it get cold and and they need
1: it? I don't it? know. I guess in my head, it's something to do with like if a lady perhaps performs in the the adult film industry and perhaps she just needs to change her look every so often, like a drag queen needs to change her wig. That's do you, how I envision it. You know it.
0: what? I, I'm like. Is there like, you know, because... Is it like a reveal? Like a. <laughs> like a. Bam! Yeah, now you like this, that. This How? is something I can
1: get on board <laughs> with. I'm like, is yeah. that what he, what he wants you to. They, They're trying to surprise the man with like a, a reveal? Like, I think so. I think so. And I, then what's I, underneath but like a googly eyes and a smiley face? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? A, I, I don't understand. I don't understand what, Amer,
0: what, what what purpose Americans use. But, you know, it's really, it's really, really. I
1: am American. American. <laughs> American.
0: Oh, uh, well, yeah, hopefully that will be the song playing in the background (laughs) but okay let's get let's get back to her so she's chosen to do a magic carpet merkin you know um genie style 1960s advert style
1: yeah and i think that's pretty really clever they frame this as having quite a strong concept isn't it so she's drawing she's being really clever i think because she's drawing on her main influences that we've seen so far which is the 60s and her persian heritage Mm. and she's combining those to do a I dream of Jeannie inspired infomercial. And again, I think that's really clever because, you know, you you do associate uh, infomercials with that kind of period of American TV. So I can see her doing a good and funny job here.
0: Well, in the rehearsals, when we see her, mm-hmm. I mean, she really does seem to know exactly what
1: she's doing. So she's first do you know up I mean? in rehearsals. She's isn't first she? up
0: and she knows exactly what she wants. And it yeah. is very much their kind of infomercial yeah. type. Um, Campy to the camera, mm-hmm.
1: like very, very obvious. She's bringing Alaska esque energy here, isn't she? She knows what she wants. She's got a vision. She's got funny visual jokes that make the most of like editing and that whole process. Now, this, this, this Bob chap, like I don't know how great a director he is because he seems very lost by the idea of a jump cut. Who is he? Who is she? Who is she? Who is
0: she? That's the Who
1: is she? Big who is she? Who, is she? who, is, she? who,
0: who is, she? is
1: she? I don't, I don't know who he is, but mm-hmm. um. He's a... What did you say? A gay celebrity? Some sort of... I think he was on The Biggest Loser or something. Okay.
0: Uh, well,
1: I, he's... We're assuming he's a gay celebrity. We don't know how he's... she identifies... Um, we go after the rehearsal of the Jackie we see Gigi now Gigi I actually really like
0: Gigi's humor in the sense that it's just very very dry yeah fla-ze-da. it's fla-ze-da. very it's very flashe da kind of humor and I find that funny I know that yeah. kind of humor and Bob's telling her to camp it up and it's like no because then you're taking it away from the humor that she's trying to
1: deliver I thought that <laughs> I thought it really funny so let's think of what we've seen in terms of her humor in the past so like snatch game she Smashed it. Yes, but in, when she told it's very dry, when it's she very told dry yes, and it was very successful as yes. we recall. But when she told Rue about the concept, everybody was a bit like, mm, "Are you sure?" And she she was like, um, "I hear your concerns, but I am confident." I'm paraphrasing there. um and. I think she had that concept going here. She's naturally dry in terms of her humour, but it's like the direction isn't helping her because it's taking her out of it and it's distracting her. I really like the name of it. Good night, bitch. Good night, bitch. She comes in looking like um, a- Amy Adams in Executive Realness. I love her look here. We're in a cape. It's like, a it's, again, she loves the she cape. She loves a cape. To, so, but it's like a cape like pantsuit. And again, I love the idea of her mum making her these chic fashions. Now we've got Jen and Jen comes in just, um, what? Extra Jan is just like <laughs> I've written V V V High Energy. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like like th- this is I think this is Jan's reaction to last week, yeah. So Jan, well, yeah. Last it week, it didn't
0: work. I gotta. I think yeah. she thinks that she needs to give more. Absolutely, that's her She's response. like, Oh my god! Like you know what? I, maybe, maybe the reason I didn't win last week, I didn't give enough. Yeah. So this week, I'm gonna come
1: and I'm gonna give everything. Like <laughs> amplify, so, magnify. Definitely. I, I, can, I connect with Jan in that sense, and in, in that like, I'm a person who believes that hard work pays off, and that's like been a bit of a, a core belief throughout my life, but I think Jan holds it with a very high degree of intensity, but also works is, as, as you know, a highly unpredictable industry, you know, where work doesn't always equal results, does it, in the perform, performing arts industry. Um, and so her reaction to the disappointment of last week is like, I've got to be more, I've got to be more, exactly as you've just said. She's amped up the intensity to the point where she's gone from last week when she was, she's really, hit the mark, didn't she? And this week, she's coming off as a bit shrill yeah. and a bit... It reminds me of Thorgy with her, yeah, 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 yeah. But like, sorry. It's volume. But like, you know, times 20. I mean, I I feel for her in, in
0: that sense, mm. but like she she does... She does do the most... Like, last week was really good for Jam because it was actually a good time for her to be her extra self. Mm. You know, that challenge called for her to be to be that extra. So, like, I felt like she was okay last week, but she's bringing back much, Like, she's come back with a vengeance and... <laughs> <laughs> like a, a huge she's, she's energy, it,
1: she's pushing it too far this week, I think.
0: And you know when he, when she does a death drop, and then that Bob guy was like, oh, "Are you sure you want it? Like, have you not been to a drag show, buddy, <sighs> I, mate? I, I don't, mate. Think...
1: <laughs> Come off it, mate.
0: Mate, where, where do you get off, mate? <laughs> he's, he's like, he's like, oh, like, are you okay? Like, it's a, it's a death drop, bro. Yes.
1: yes. It's like he's never seen
0: one before, exactly. isn't it? Exactly. All right, now, what about the rehearsal of Heidi? Oh, God. So Heidi, Heidi comes in is... looking like Oprah after the weight loss. I love her look <laughs> That's here. a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think she does. Yeah. Um, she's, I have the meaning that this, she's painting her face for the stage in this as well. Like, she that's is. not television makeup. It, it's Says just the, me. The, what do I know about makeup?
1: <laughs> You're an MUA, aren't you? <laughs> Gosh. Um, It's the fairness with which she's painting her face, I think. I, th- I wish she could take... I wish she could have a chat with, with maybe Jada or Widow and mm. just balancing out the shades. Because, like as we said earlier, she's a gorgeous woman of colour. But she ghostifies herself with all this white powder. The beauty of this segment of Heidi is that we see her learn how to bring Heidi when it's needed. So this is the one example where Bob is a good director, I think. Yeah. He does actually help Heidi he's like you're making me laugh when we're not recording yeah can you bring whatever
0: you're doing in between takes Mm -hmm. can you bring that to when we're actually doing takes because you're actually really funny and Mm -hmm. she is she brings it to it and she's just like living it up and you know we see the Heidi in confessionals in front of the camera yeah and that's and that's why we love her and i think that's brilliant widow is the complete opposite she is struggling
1: a lot she's um yeah it's a shame for widow because she loses that personality that yeah. we really enjoy in the confession widow's really good at like being fun and shady you know she's that fun shady drag queen mm. she doesn't push it too far she's not like a, you know terrible awful mean she's just like a bit shady and has some fun but she doesn't bring it in this challenge no no
0: crystal however does uh, she's crystal this is so damn cute crystal
1: looking like a prince impersonator here in yes. her lavender suit i love it crystal brings a really chaotic but fun energy aloof. to this aloof yes yes i, I,
0: I find <laughs> i find crystal um very funny she's doing the most i mean it makes sense in her head yeah and i guess that's all that matters uh whether or not it's shown in the final um the final what thing i believe what we're the being the term is thing the th- and the final thing, thing. yes yeah. the final the, if it's brought to the technical thing <laughs> then we can see if it all <laughs> makes sense Capital really t there i believe <laughs> silent r <laughs> you know <laughs> where's the <laughs>
1: at the beginning um i think what we're being led towards here is kind of like oh it was a really chaotic um production but there's enough there to make a successful. Yeah. Product because what is what is Crystal if she's not fun and effervescent and, and a bit chaotic and weird? Mm. So there we go. Perhaps it will turn out well for Crystal.
0: Like Alaska, remember Alaska and All Stars too, and these she's and S-fo their brand Christian Alaska. Yeah, but, but she was like there was so much, so much, so much going on, and they actually didn't know what Alaska was doing, and then mm. you saw the fun, the finished thing it was fantastic. Finish thing or product. Yes, thing. With sound cup of And then it just it came together really, really brilliantly. Yeah. And when I think about Bob, sometimes I think of he's very much like Aubrey O'Day. Do
1: you remember yeah. when she judged season five? I, I mean, I just watched that today. Aubrey she, was... Aubrey so, was... She was supremely unhelpful. She was useless. Why the hell was she a judge oh, she for this? She just came at them with her big eyes. She was, she was one of the worst judges they brought on. Um, she's, she's just negative, wasn't yeah. she? I don't think Bob is quite Aubrey O'Day standard, but he certainly... Unhelpful to a lot of them. And a lot of the queens were reading Aubrey a day as well to filth as well. <laughs> I mean, they
0: didn't like her either, so um, it's justified that we didn't like her as well.
1: There was even a little segment Sorry. in that episode where all the old girls were like um, doing impressions of Aubrey's eyes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I think the next part we're going to go into now is going to be the runway, and we're finally going to see the finished thing. And the runway?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Finished thing the and finished runway. Thing. Yay. Silent R. Uh, let's <laughs> have a look. <laughs>
0: Alright, so now it's time for us to finally look at the finished thing uh-huh. slash product.
1: And what did you think about Jackie? So just for our viewers at home, call them viewers, we're gonna do them one by one, aren't we? Runway plus video, yeah? Yes, yeah. Together. Yes, just slightly different format this week. And
0: seamless editing. Seamlessness. <sighs> All right, so Jackie's. I think Jackie hit the nail on the head here with that kind of infomercial,
1: old school infomercial kind Mm -hmm. of feel. I think it was great. She was fantastic. She had like that sixties infomercial vibe. She had funny little cutaway moments where she broke the fourth wall and she was like, "For you," and she was like, "Hookers." You know, it was it was great. Um, Used the pet crew well. Um, yeah, fantastic. I was amused. I was entertained. And it made sense. It was, oh, this is um,
0: a useless piece of crap <laughs> yeah. that um, that solves the problem that doesn't
1: really exist. <laughs> yeah. And this I, is how it works. I like that as a take on it, actually. Let's solve a problem that doesn't exist. Yeah, well, I that's, think, I, I, think yeah. I think that's what it is, isn't it? In yeah. this marketing challenge. Yeah. I think Jackie did a row. What about her runway? So it wasn't my favorite. And the main reason, so they said that this was they said black wedding. For the Why I gotta be black? Nice day for a black wedding. Um, Billy Idol. Uh, anyway, um, so this didn't look like a wedding dress to me. It looked like a funeral dress. So to me, she gave me Dieter von Teese in a Marilyn Manson video. And she was telling a story. It was great. She performed and stuff. And she sounded like very pretty. Um, she just maybe missed the mark in the wedding-iness. So whether that, like, takes her down a notch overall, I don't know. But... Overall, you know, she was one of the more theatrical ones. I think the girls who missed the mark for me with The Runway, and we'll get to it later this week, were the ones who didn't go with the, like gothic bride kind of vibe and I think that's what was asked of them to tell us you know a a spooky campy gothic story I mean I mean the obvious thing
0: to do when you get something like Black Wedding is to give a black wedding dress I mean that that is the obvious but now let's take it to a drag queen let's take it to Ripple's Drag Race let's put it on television
1: you can't think of the obvious you
0: gotta you gotta bring something more than just a
1: black wedding dress I think it's gotta be like think about the concept like why is it gonna be a black wedding because there are like like funereal kind of spooky gothic elements in there. So let's make it some sort of tragic wedding. Kind yes. Of thing. So what do we think about Jan? It actually translated to a better infomercial than I thought it was going to. Cool. So all that like shrill energy actually, I think translated quite well to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you think.
0: Um, I, I like high energy. Mm. I like I like high energy. I like it camp because like, you know, these we know the kind of infomercial they're going for, but they hey there, welcome. If you mm-hmm. buy this we'll throw in a pair of steak knives, ha ha ha. Yeah. Like it's very much there, and I think that's what she was going for. She was yeah. uh, So I'm um, I understand why her energy is like that. Yeah. Um what I didn't what I got lost through was the before and afters of what the product does in okay. in the sense that everything turned her into the Jan that was telling the infomercial. Mm. So it wasn't, it wasn't the transformation. Wasn't someone else becoming someone better. So it it was like someone th- else becoming her.
1: So there should have been like a third look. Is what you're saying? Uh, like, yeah. Okay. Something,
0: something that took me away from
1: the person presenting and to what the product does before and after. I think there was a disconnect. Cause she was going from like the geeky look who, by the way, she was wearing Heidi's boy look cardigan. that look she Heidi was wearing that in the workroom as a boy how how did you notice that because I like cardigans um and then she she went to looking like like an early noughties Britney Spears didn't she it was very that um I get where you're coming from I get where you're coming from it Um, makes like everything makes sense to me and I know what it is when I
0: look back I'm like okay cool so um to go from zero to 100, which, mm. you know, what she does on, is. A, on a daily, you have to just spray yourself with Jan? I get it.
1: <laughs> I get it, sis. Basically, Jan is amphetamines. Yep. <laughs> um, I've
0: had a few jans in my lifetime, Then, <laughs>
1: I'm laughing, but I'm not I'm Laughing, but I'm crying. <laughs> um. So, yeah, and there are a lot of – she packs in – it's it's jan all over she worked so hard she packed in the gags. like even when she was singing and the retainer was falling out and all that kind of thing she it was joke 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 Jokes, 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 <laughs> jokes,
0: jokes, jokes, jokes. I'm Bob the Jokes, 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 jokes.
1: Jokes. jokes, <laughs> jokes, jokes. Um, I think to me, this is a safe kind of performance, but let's go to a runway look, which was
0: stunning. It was beautiful. It was like a gothic kind of black? She should wear black more. She oh, looks so definitely. stunning and black. Wow.
1: There's something about her bone structure and skin tone that really lends itself to a washed out kind of gothic look um i love the drama of the smoke yeah i mean you gotta love her she is so
0: extra and i live but, for another
1: extra but, but do you know what <laughs> this was easily her best runway look so far of the season because i think it lent itself to her actress but like her for jan the performance in the runway was quite restrained yes. um the feathers coming out of the bustier reminded me of the Mar-
0: detox with the feathers look <laughs> Mar- i'm really well, loving that it
1: gave me more mariah balenciaga do you remember the look she went home in which was all like feathers out of the bustier um but fantastic, and also the "I don't" on her on her dress at the back. Mm. Now, I want to I want to say that a lot of these looks reminded me of um, Boulet Brothers Dracula in season two. I think it was the top five performance, a, a literal Gothic bride performance. There were so many creative and imaginative looks. Like, guys, please go check out one of my favorite episodes of Dracula, and some of them I felt, you know, because I remember Abora in that one having a, a, a message on her fan. Um, um, like Love is a Lie or something like that and I, I felt like that was kind of referenced in Jan's I don't yes which is turned around mm. alright so who was up next up next we've got Jada let's talk about Jada I'll let you go first well, I was quite impressed by Jada this week. I mm-hmm. thought it was like a good, solid performance. Jada is really capable of bringing the funny for, you know, again, she's she's. I think she's got this trope of being the pageant queen who discovers her funny through RuPaul's Drag Race. And mm. this was good. It was solid. I loved the kind of, you know, terrible actress from Gay's Anatomy. And there were lots of really funny jokes in there.
0: Anaconda. Yeah. That, I don't even it know good. her.
1: Yeah. And she gave like good fun confident energy yes she she gets what an infomercial is that you know the backgrounds were well chosen she was like you know standing there in her again kate plett trendler executive real nurse loved it i thought jay did a good job
0: yeah so did i Hmm? um i i don't have anything to add to that it really was just a good safe commercial um good energy i understood what was going on as a tuck pennies yeah it's essentially,
1: okay. it, it was a tucking panty, wasn't it? Again, like, maybe she'd be critiqued for it being too useful. That's that's the thing that I was thinking mm. about. I was,
0: for the whole advert, I was waiting for something
1: nonsensical I guess that maybe part of the joke. But it was
0: actually, that's what,
1: uh, that, that exists. Part of the joke was it was, it was you know, she was charging $5,000 and she said it was diamond encrusted. It was basically a pair of Y-fronts, wasn't it? With, with um, like, little Diamante initials on it like so maybe the joke was it was extortionately expensive for what it is
0: yeah okay from what i think about her runway like she does serve um a woman i think she wants to be a female impersonator and and i've always feel like now i get it i get what you do but Mm. like i I do want to see a bit of extra i want to see a bit of fabulosity i want to see a bit of like drag in your aesthetic when you come down and especially with something like a wedding dress Mm. it literally was a black wedding dress. I completely that, that was
1: that was all it was. I'm mean, complete a- agreement in the sense that, as we mentioned earlier, this is a chance to go for a real like fun camp story moment with your runway look. Um, Jada looked gorgeous. She looked stunning head to toe, but it was a. It was like a, a dyed black Vera Wang knockoff wedding dress. Um and I think it let her down a little bit because there was no story. She was literally, I'm having a wonderful wedding day and I happen to be wearing a black wedding dress. And it was yeah. a bit, well, why are you wearing a black wedding dress kind of thing? Um so there was just no characterization or anything. She nailed it in the sense that she looked gorgeous, but she didn't get like the drag and yeah. the story and the mm-hmm. characterization. Yeah, I yeah.
0: want more. Mm-hmm. Give me lists, but more. You no, know? I want I want
1: highs, but lows. I want mean, to be you know out what? there, but restrained.
0: <laughs> that's what I, That's all we ask for. And now change Not your hair. Not too much. Now change
1: your hair. You're going home.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. And next
1: up, we had Miss Gigi. Now, what did you think about Gigi? I loved it. I
0: loved it. Um,
1: like once again, her dry humour came to the fore, and there were so many laugh out loud we were We were laughing here, weren't we? <laughs> <laughs>
0: like it was, um, it was like the when she started it off and and her yeah. stone cold and her and her dry delivery. Hi, I'm better than you. <laughs> it was like there's that there's that um radio show on um Princess Stories. Welcome to shut up and listen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I really rate that. I really find it really really funny. I yeah. thought her commercial was tacky like perfectly tacky like when mm-hmm. she's and she's like you she's naked behind yeah. one of the pit crew talking about how how she's better than us yeah and I think that's the the humour is that it, she's better than us she was
1: kind of like making fun of the aspirational element I think of yes. a lot of um, infomercials with subtle notes of lavender and horse tranquilizer yeah that was like, funny I thought that was yeah. so that was <laughs> I
0: thought it was hilarious and I love the name of it Good goodnight goodnight bitch and she's yeah. not saying it like goodnight bitch she's saying like Good night,
1: bitch. <laughs> like, I think it's great. Her delivery was perfect. And at the end, she was like, get knocked the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. not just
0: go to bed. Get knocked the fuck out <laughs> with good night, bitch.
1: I love it. So far,
0: it's my favorite it really is much, <laughs> like, like you know what I didn't hear any of the judges laughing during you, you always hear you always know how they're gonna go because you, yeah. you hear either the judges making no response or the judges laughing I didn't hear many judges laughing so I don't know what they think but I'm telling you that it was good okay and, I'm and telling you it was much better good.
1: than the rehearsal led us to believe just like last week mm. yes trend alert. now what about her runway look what would you like to tell me about this
0: It was very like Marilyn Monroe in the face and Mm. the dress was, the aesthetic was very
1: Dior. Yeah. She mentioned that herself, didn't she? Exactly. But I
0: said it before they said it. I said Dior before they said it. We
1: did actually say as soon as she stepped out of the room, "Ah, look at that Dior silhouette. It was very Dior new look. Now,
0: when we say Dior, what, what does that
1: mean? For Um, for
0: those who aren't as
1: fashion-forward as us. (laughs) It was a very... Because we're better than you. It was a very popular look. Oh, my God, I'm going to sound like a thicko now. I think it was the 50s. Um, It was a very popular look and a new silhouette that was trending around that time, which has been popular ever since, really, with the the narrow waist and the very flared-out knee length skirt with lots of tulle lots of volume mm. um and she gave us that and like you know it's black wedding um, it's actually quite popular for a lot of women to wear that for their you know far it from me to tell a woman what to wear on a wedding day but um it's quite popular for women to wear that like flared 50 silhouette for their wedding it mm-hmm. doesn't have to be a floor length kind of you know um you know frothy wedding dress and I agree. She had a 50s pinup look. Marilyn Monroe, Veronica Lake, very kind of blonde bombshell look. Do you know, I, I've realized this week she gives me a lot of Annie Lennox in the face, does, she, uh, does Gigi. Something to do with her bone structure and those big eyes and those big lips. Um, so in general, fantastic. Oh, notice the red um, sole on the pump as well. Yes, uh, Is she doing a Willem and painting red to create her own at home Louboutin? And she mentioned her um, kind of pared down accessorizing, didn't she? Which is very schnell.
0: Yeah. I mean, it was it wasn't dramatic in the mm. sense that you know, I do want to see a bit of drama, so I do want to see a bit more of that, especially when it's a wedding dress. But yeah. I did love her commercial. I find it hilarious.
1: Another strong week for Gigi.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. Mm. So it's other th- I'm I'm guessing she's at the top or safe.
1: Yeah? Yeah.
0: Let's get a sherry pie. Sherry Pie. Miss Sherry Pie. Let's talk about her advert. I thought it was um it was good. Yeah. It was good.
1: It was it was another chance for Sherry Pie to showcase her humour and her campiness. Looking like an off duty Glenn close in her kitchen here. Then going to like the kind of uh Texan kind of real housewife kind of look. I felt like it
0: was, you know how infomercials appeal to the middle class, mm. people with the money to have a TV. At, at that time, people who had money for a TV mm-hmm. and a telephone, mm-hmm. it, it's that housewife that's looking to spend money. And I felt like it was it was very much a um, understanding who the audience was yeah. and then capping it up by saying this is how much it cost And I don't know what it does, but you want to buy it because you got money. Yeah.
1: I really like that take on it. It's very, very interesting in the sense that that's who infomercials are aimed at, isn't it? Yes, that's it's people, you know <laughs> bored with a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. It? I love that. Um, what else? What else? What do uh, you to say? Well, just kind of it was. It made me laugh and it was fun and campy. Yeah. Now the runway look. Ah, oh. uh, one of my favorites. Now the ones who I thought really got it this week were the ones who went for the real kind of ethereal undead Tim Burton corpse bride look and who did it better this week than sherry pie well we might come to it later but this is one of the best this week to me i I love the look you
0: know what i think the designer was florence stilly if it's changed i'll let you know next week yeah Yeah.
1: but i think he's done the majority of
0: it and he just does not know how to do anything wrong it is stunning but you also got to give her props for painting that face Definitely. Every week. It's a Every week it's a different face. A is different different face. Uh, there is the skill there, the whiff it's just mm-hmm. wonderful oh, I love the drama of her walking down with the candle and she's like looking for something you so know? she
1: grasped the the notion of the storyline and she does yes. actually tell a story every week Sherry because she always inhabits a character on exactly. the runway and it was kind of like where's my husband I'm worried you mm. know where's my wedding I'm wondering the- <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: she's the- looking for her smoke semi appetizer. I can't
1: <laughs> I can't see it I can't see it Monica <laughs> get your garlic peelers off me <laughs> Um, headphones. i cloves close a garlic. <laughs> I digress. I digress. I, I thought this was just a character that Helena Bonham Carter could be playing in a Tim oh, Burton film. Yes, definitely. Now, uh, Trendler with Sherry, she loves this kind of like Victoriana, I think. Probably recognising that she's, you know, she's, she's not going to be serving kind of you know body and and kind of swimsuits every week she she goes for you know because she does actually pad very well um she goes for a high necked floor length look week after week and um it suits her yeah. and it's a real vibe for her yeah I think.
0: what about our lovely charming gorgeous and funny <laughs> naturally funny miss heidi <laughs> i just want to give heidi a clap because that yeah. was good it nailed the brief it was was nonsicle it was wasn't and it that nonsicle could solve frying chicken and vaginal <laughs> rejuvenation like yeah. it was just it was so stupid that it was brilliant and she nailed
1: it and it was funny it was it and it's, was funny we saw Heidi we, and a script it was beautiful we were lolling weren't we and I actually like feel really happy that she's had a good week because we love her so much and um I completely agree with you all the like different uses it is very infomercial isn't it to say it's got all these different uses that, you know it couldn't possibly have um so fantastic week Friday we were laughing weren't we that was a very very good ad and i love the use of her gap oh the whistling like the fella from family yeah. guy Silks and, and shatters it
0: was it was good it was very good <laughs> now let's talk about her dress her runway Finally, she's given us something. Okay, Well, not finally, because I loved her first, her first few looks. I think her look was amazing. I loved the dance of the silhouette, how mm. it went from that. Uh, it came in and then out. Dance. and like, It was beautiful. Yeah. It's Can you see I'm a performer? You're a performer. You know, Everything is a performance.
1: I, I agree with you in the sense that this is one of the most expensive looks that Heidi's worn. Mm. And there was like a real... It didn't look kind of like simple or busted or anything like that. There was a real sense of like structure and drama about it. I had those peplums that flared... This structured off-the-shoulder moment. I will say the veil was a little bit anemic. The veil was pointless. Like, it didn't have any drama about it. But overall, gorgeous. And for once, her slightly slightly powdery, pale makeup actually worked because she was looking undead. <laughs> um, so, great. Like, um, yeah, it was almost like a little bit like Liz Taylor-ish. I feel like I've, wa- I've seen Liz Taylor yes, wear something like yes. that kind of like opulent off-the-shoulder moment. It was
0: good. I think mm. Heidi's going to be in the top.
1: I would love that this week. I would love a, to see that. She's a dom top. Oh, she's a dom top.
0: There's a clip. She's like, I'm a dom top, by Did you see this? She's like, I'm a, excuse me, I'm a dom top, by and it's like Dom Top and then bisis. Like, I mean, come
1: on, girl. It makes me laugh. Yeah. Wee! Wee! I'm topping! I'm topping! <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, girl. Yeah, girl. Oh, yeah, girl. That's her version of getting verbal, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yeah, that's her Dom. <laughs> mm-hmm, sis.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Patting her weef. Let's get on to our lovely Miss Widow. Her advert to me, there was no flow because she was very... Hi. Mm. Something something something. Philanthropist, mm-hmm. Something something something. <laughs> It was very much like that. There was no, It just kept stopping and I, there was no rhythm. There's no flow. And it just, it made it seem longer than what it was because of that. Do you know what I mean?
1: I think she was trying to make a joke out of those cuts that you have in infomercials where they do, you know, um, cut and sort of greet the audience and kind of like had this softer camera moment kind of thing. Um, but she didn't make enough of a joke out of it because there weren't enough jokes in there it didn't quite land and it just like exactly as you say made it feel a bit judgery. and she was doing the whole looking at this camera then looking at the next mm. camera but she needed to make it
0: obvious yeah. do you know what I mean to make it a bit more like funny and informational and more drag like she had she had to look like do a sharp turn to this camera and yeah. then a sharp turn to that camera what well, would have been brilliant if she did a sharp turn to a camera and it was still on the other camera and then she realised it and then went back to that, <laughs> that camera that
1: would have been so good But what she needed
0: to do to, to, <laughs> like, to, to get us started Yeah, but yeah. we it's hard to get started because everything was very much like this and then a pause and then another pause why couldn't and then you have been there pause. to
1: direct poor widow there, there weren't there weren't enough jokes and it kind of lost momentum very quickly unfortunately mm. so not a great week for widow unfortunately i do wonder whether she's in the bottom this week
0: um yes i'll, I'll tell you now before even getting into it she's definitely in the bottom <laughs>
1: okay from, from what we're seeing but, but, but let's talk about what she's wearing I mean, she looks gorgeous. Yes. My main thought about it is quite a similar silhouette to her autumn look. She she has her autumn look was a similar sort of um, slinky floor length gown, but with an additional fabric train. And that's exactly what she's wearing here. Mm. She does look gorgeous, though. I was hoping that it was going to be another GG
0: last week where she sucked in the um, in the rehearsals and then it came to performance and it was actually great. Yeah. I was really hoping that's what I was going to get from Widow, but we didn't, unfortunately. No. no. Yeah. No. Okay, who's up next? We have the lovely Crystal. Not La to be beige-a. confused with Crystal LaBeija. Let's have a, a quick look. Um, I think she was campy. I think she was good. I... I did like it. She made me laugh. I, th- I thought she looked like she did like the mostest. Like, hmm, yeah. what does this do? Huh? Hmm. And I think I hope that was part of what she was trying to get like
1: out. I like. I think she was smart in the same way that Jackie was smart actually, because she tapped into whereas well, Jackie went for like a sixties infomercial. Um, Crystal went for an eighties infomercial, and she she was. Able to get all the graphics and stuff, like it looked like it had been shot on tape and stuff, didn't it? So it was really, really good. Um, she brought her own sense of like crystal-y sense of humour to it. There were fun moments, like it was like a lot of like visual guys, like her doing the science on that wooden table and yes. stuff, and um, you know the, the cutaway to the the boring crystal and that kind of thing. It was good. Like it was a good week for Crystal. So to the story, laugh. the story was by the the mullet. Why? Because it makes you fabulous. Okay, cool. Yeah. (laughs) It turns you from like the boring underconfident crystal into the fabulous Aldebarge crystal that we see every week. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe
0: I wasn't focusing enough. Because I think it was obvious. I was just looking at the pit crew's ears. I'm like, he's got really big
1: ears. (laughs) I think they were pushed forward by the mullet. But it it looked humongous. Certainly changed his look, didn't it? Yeah, I was like, oh,
0: you're not as hot as I thought you were. (laughs) What happened there?
1: Distracted you from the packs. Let's talk about her runway. Now, One of my favorite runway looks. So again, Tim Burton-esque corpse bride look um this one put me in mind again it reminded me of that dragula runway with the gothic brides and with all the effects and stuff it was somewhere between abora's um like flailing bride with all the movement and stuff and also she had all the dust in her wig which is some of the bitch pudding did that week as well um so lots of different elements and that i really enjoyed it was very performative she just sold me undead corpse bride which i think that's really what the challenge is about
0: i got like the female version of billy butcherson from hocus pocus okay Do you remember, have you seen that disney film hocus pocus yeah yeah and yeah billy butcherson comes to life and it looked exactly like what she was doing except like the female version so i saw that um mm. it was very disney
1: yeah great very,
0: very disney and I, I really did like it
1: Fantastic. One of my favourite looks this week.
0: Yeah. yeah. Before we get into who was tops and bottoms, we, we haven't yet seen it. Mm. Give
1: me who you think should be top and bottom. I think in the top should be Jackie. Yes. I really enjoyed Gigi's, but yes. I get the vibe that the judges didn't like her as much. Mm. Um, I really enjoyed Crystals and I like Jada's. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: I liked, um, my favourites were Heidi, mm-hmm. Jackie and Gigi yeah definitely oh
1: Heidi how can I forget Heidi was one of my favorites she has to be one of the top. you
0: can't change your answer sorry I'll just um, I'm gonna edit that out because um, you forgot about her
1: there's just too many girls to think um about.
0: the bottoms is obviously Widow Widow I don't know who I would put on the bottom with her um Oh, it's going to be Jan. It's
1: going to be Jan
0: and Widow lip-syncing tonight. Could be Jan.
1: They weren't big fans of Gigi, surprise. But can I just
0: say that, like, Ross Matthews, I've I've lost so much credibility Mm. over what you say as a judge, because a lot of the times, it's crap, like what I'm hearing, and he's known, like, every time I hear him, he contradicts himself so much.
1: It does A lot of the times. He might be a mouthpiece for the producers a lot of the time, which is unfortunate. Yes, I,
0: I I don't really like what Ross has to say. Any, I used to love it when he first started yeah. as a judge. I used to love what he said; made sense. It was great. Now, now it just comes out of nowhere, and I'm like, Ross, what are you saying, bro? Considering he's so, so <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Come what on, are you bruh. saying, bra?
1: Considering he's so smart and funny, and clearly such a big fan of drag, because sometimes what he says is quite nonsensical and yeah. disappointing.
0: All right, let's get into the next part where we see who the tops and bottoms and who's going to lip sync. Mm. I guess then we're going to also go through the lip sync. Yeah. Let's have a look. We've just heard the judges. We've just seen who's the tops mm. and bottoms. And before we get into the lip sync, which we haven't yet seen, I want to talk about the moment, which is yeah. which is congratulations to Heidi, Yay. who's come out of nowhere. Who's come? <laughs> uh, you, you know what I mean? She's not someone who you would expect to have a win. She's that charming Chi Chi the Vein character <laughs> that you expect to be safe, safe, safe until... It whittles right down to the finale And then we say bye to her But for her to get a win
1: is amazing I'm very happy for her I She's think in the running now It's a great week It's between Jackie and Heidi really wasn't it Yes Now the highs were Jackie Yeah Jada Heidi Heidi and uh, Crystal. No no that's right it was those four those four were the top four yeah
0: they keep i mean michelle versace watch out for crystal you know she's a threat this is the first time we've seen her do something good like they're really trying to build up crystal crystal first of all should not have been in the top last week this is my opinion don't come at me (laughs) but she should not have been in the top last week and don't talk about it like
1: she's some threat like she given yeah she gave a a, one good episode they're trying to make out she's gaining momentum but i fully agree with you she's had one really like like, I think Crystal's had good weeks. That's like the ball challenge. I loved her looks in that. Um, but she's not. They, they're, they're making out that she's gaining momentum. Yeah, like, like, like some no. articulated like, your ass down, Sit your no. ass
0: down, Michelle and mm. Ross. Um, so congratulations to Heidi. Yes.
1: I'm shocked to see Gigi and um, Sherry Pai at the bottom. Well, Gigi was safe, really. You know, it's one of those weeks where you've only got eight queens. And so the three mm. bottoms really were sherry widow and um jan and kind of Gigi was the first one excused she was kind of low safe i think that there were only two real
0: bottoms let's be honest for this episode and the two bottoms the two obvious bottoms were um widow and jan and this is who Mm -hmm. we're going to go into a lip sync with how do i feel about this
1: um yes this is the right choice for who should be in the bottom um It, it feels correct um, the I guess like we're both feeling for Jan, aren't we? We've also watched Untucked, yes. Guys, um, and it was just quite a kind of like somber, emotional Untucked, wasn't it? I don't know if there's a lot to report other than, you know, Widow had a really nice moment with Shaka Khan, but it really felt like she was being anointed, didn't it? It's like mm. like Shaka was kind of like saying, she was holding her hand and saying, yes. "You got to believe in yourself," and having this lovely moment. And Jan was just like just in the per- I'm periphery here as well. somewhere yeah
0: it's it's almost like because because widow was so down and everyone has said her name i think mm. all the attention went on her and mm. all the support went to widow yeah and everyone's like okay there's two people at the bottom and yeah. jan just didn't seem to get or enough of that support especially from shaka khan who was giving a lot of the preachy moments to widow and and f- if i was to be jen to see shaka khan give her all of her mm. blessing i'd feel like okay everyone's on her side
1: yeah um just and because she was she did the worst um and they heavily implied it's going to be a shaka khan song didn't
0: yes they? i've oh jen you know what she does try so hard she, does. she really does try so hard and it's, it is sad to see her in the bottom. It really is.
1: It's, it's, you, we can see her heart kind of breaking bit by bit as well, can't we? Because she's sensing the inevitability of perhaps going home this week.
0: And if I was to go up against Widow, I'll be, I would be scared. Like, mm. I've seen her in the first episode. I've seen what she can do. Like, what else can you do? Like, you can, mm. she was breaking her body on stage. <laughs> she really was. She was giving the most this. And, like, I would be like, oh, God. Damn, like I'm going up against you, I'd be scared. You know what? I always feel like dancers and like if you're a good dancer, I always feel like you have more to lose when it comes to lip sync. The reason I say is this if you're a non-dancer, it's okay if you don't win a challenge. If you if you don't win a lip sync because it's not your livelihood. Mm. But if you're a dancer going into a lip sync, I feel like you should be a bit more scared and you will be a bit more scared because you're putting up your your skill you're like you're putting up your livelihood on stage and so yeah. and if you don't win it's almost like you're not good you're not good at it how, how are you a dancing diva how are you a dancing queen how are you a performer mm. and you can't win at a lip sync so there's so much there's that pressure on yeah. top of both of them so i'm hoping that's gonna mean they're gonna give an amazing lip sync especially when shaka khan's there maybe it's gonna be another dita
1: ritz moment um yeah. who knows but i'm nervous Going into nervous this, nervous for Jan. I feel for Jan. It's um, it's going to be. A t- it's both their first times in the bottom as well, isn't it? But we have seen um, Widow perform before because was the top two, those lip sync for your legacy essentially in the first mm. couple of weeks, isn't there? So, with that, shall we yes. move forward to lip sync?
0: Let's have a look. Let's do this. Okay, let's get straight into it. Widow won that lip sync in the first two seconds. She really did. It was one of the fastest lip sync wins. <laughs> Next to Raja O'Harris <laughs> in season <laughs> that ten. Was what was brilliant. the the um, was James Brown the James song. Brown one? Like yeah. Raja won that in three seconds, and Widow also did the same. Widow won. Like I was like, oh, she won. <coughs> Why did she win? It was because she didn't. The the difference is that Widow went and embodied shaka khan mm-hmm. she embodied like you know a lady who was um, it's her night yeah. this is my night and I'm, I'm taking advantage of this moment and it wasn't about like i'm the best i can do a cartwheel. it wasn't about all that dancey stuff and the, the beautiful thing is that everyone knows widow knows everyone knows that the widow can dance yeah. the house down she, she can do it all it's also beautiful to see her not have to go so hard that yeah. she was like the song wasn't core for that mm-hmm. So she became this woman that was like, "This is my night. I'm here to stay." And you can see it in her face.
1: You can see it in her movement. Mm-hmm. She was playing with her dress, like everything about her was just that. It was lovely. it Was theatre. She was fantastic, and she really chose her moments with like flaring out the the train and throwing it away. Yes, she, her, her timing and and her sense of restraint was beautiful. I think Whereas, it was it was restrained in terms
0: of like dancing, yeah, but it wasn't restrained in terms of the passion.
1: She, gave and and you know like in the performance it was beautiful it was so lovely and there was a real contrast to poor jan who we know we knew we knew what jan was going to do she was going to give above and beyond she was going to find 100% and then double it um, and just push and push and push. And she was, there was just so much movement from Jan. She was working so hard.
0: Yeah. And we knew that Jan was going to do it. it's, it's not to say that Jan was bad, but like, mm. it was like the song didn't call for it. Yeah. You really should have embodied the lyrics, the, the, the soul of the song, the music. Yeah. And what happens in a lip sync like this when someone like Widow really understands what the song calls for, when they embody the actual song and someone else does the most next mm. to them, they end up becoming a backup. Dancer for the performer, you end up becoming my backup dancers, and I end up becoming the vocalist. And it's you actually are enhancing my
1: performance by doing what you're doing, and that's what it became Latrice, natural woman. With, yes, um, and, with um, um, Kenny Michaels. Doing the um, like fuites at the in back the and all the yeah. ballet,
0: and it's like, no,
1: that's not what the song's about, babe. The interesting thing I thought about this was that Jan, she reflected in Untucked that she'd given too much and it was too frenetic in the in the infomercial and yet she wasn't able to apply that lesson to her lip sync.
0: Yeah, it was it was a really good it was a really good lip sync. I want to say it right here
1: that the lip sync assassin for season twelve is widow Von du Well, let's see if she you know, she gets a few extra notches on her belt because to be a lip sync assassin and enter the realms of, you know, Tracy Coco Montrese, you need a couple of notches on your belt. You can't just announce it to the world. Uh, but I, I, I she's, am. She slayed. She slayed. She's slayed let two, it be written. She's slayed two lip lipsticks. Stinks. She, <laughs> she slayed two lip stinks. Um, she slayed two lip stinks. Let's see so how bad. she goes going forward. <laughs> Maybe you know next time. There's a terrible lip sync as a lip stink. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, it's to make it. Oh, it yeah, could work, it, it could work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
1: that's basically it, isn't it? A little preview for next week another political so a challenge. So, really, the originator of this was frock the vote in season four, wasn't it? And we saw another kind of like political frenemies thing in yes. season eight. So, we're seeing that being uh, resurrected. Oh, season four, season eight, season 12, every four seasons, they do it. They do oh, a stop challenge. it.
0: Stop it with that now <laughs> or that, or that equation of the mathematics behind everything. They'll be interesting to see.
1: Um, But that was a very, very good lip sync. Widow won hands down. She really did. But Jan, Jan did serve it. It just didn't match the song. It's, it's
0: It was just that you were up against Widow. Mm. And I told you like everyone should be scared if they're in the bottom or their lip syncing against Widow. Because yes. that girl can turn it. I would, and she damn well did. I would be scared. Um, but that's all that we got for today. Oh, yeah. we also do want to say a shout out to um, John
1: oh yeah don't yeah. We? But, yeah. um yeah friend and colleague John for complimenting the change in format and he we also got, and so we really also got another
0: from um, Dickie he's, yes he's from North Wales he actually recognised that you had a North Wales accent yes he
1: clocked my North Wales accent and I yes I can confirm from Bangor in North Wales Bangor <laughs> I'm
0: from Bangor so, so hello so, he's a, he's another I was looking at his Instagram he's a choreographer something something as well yes. so we always love to be surely he's on my, on my side with everything I say I hope <laughs> but it was really nice <laughs> but, for you to to, get, um, he's to reach out, he's a fellow countryman of mine. So. Yes. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to Spilling the GNT. Join us next week with Bowler and, and Dr. Tom. We'll see you then. See you
1: soon, guys. Lots Bye. Bye.